Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers. I had to remember which one I was <laughs> Episode 767, uh, The Marvelous. The Marvels the Marvelous. sounds like they should be like an all-girl Motown group. Oh, I was like, well, you're half right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the all-girl part. I'm yeah. glad you've already addressed my issue with the film. <laughs> Not enough singing? <laughs> yeah. There are well, okay, both of my oh. issues with the film. Trust me, there was enough singing. <laughs> so uh, I guess let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Matt. And this is Tom. Kevin's out this week uh, with a sick child. So. Oh, I was like, making salsa. Yeah, but, making yeah, salsa. Yeah. He's out on maternity but, leave. No, I don't know. Paternity leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. He's out That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, before we dig in, let's do some shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeart. Tune in while you're there. Uh, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. Super helpful. Greatly appreciated. You can also uh, find us on the Facebook at facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. If you want to help out, a free and easy way you can do it is by sharing an episode. Um People who were kind enough to share an episode this week include Librarian Cynthia, Jason Weesey, Chris Falls, Tom Dowdy, Julianne Jordan, Gabriel Lugo, Ralph Tribble, Chris Magic Man, Heather Sachs, Taylor Ward, Invasion of the Remake, James Install, The Film B, Feel and Film, Spoiler Piece Theater, Ronnie Castle, Geek to Me Radio, Colby Mack, In Session Film, Ryan Terry, Binge Movies, Matt Naglia, Mike Mike and Oscar, and Nostalgia Cast. So, uh, you can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content. You get even more 
of Matt. That's right. Mm. Yeah. It's a horror movie podcast. It's yeah. A, it's, yeah. yeah. And, and Joe's horror movie. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And we like you extra. We do. So, um, also, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash the clip out, where apparently we. The had- clip out? See? Son of a bitch. God <laughs> dang it. Any chance he gets. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube.com slash real spoilers. Yeah. Or sorry, sorry, OG. slash at oh, real yeah. spoilers. Oh, oh yeah. That's so <laughs> annoying. Yeah. So uh I heard we had some <laughs> a kerfluffle in our comments. I, not really a kerfluffle. It's just I, I I tweeted this morning, I was like, you know, of all the dumb things that I've said on this podcast, never once did I think that saying that Elvis Presley was a pedophile is the one that was gonna get me lit up. Our YouTube comments have oh. exploded. <laughs> because he's <laughs> he's an ephibophile. What is that? Well it's Post puberty, post puberty. Oh, yes, like, so that's true. It's because not actually, yes, the, the, she has matured. Correct. Mm-hmm. She is not legally of age. Not really something I would want to get into. <laughs> yeah, the, like know, the, the, the minutia of yes, what that. The, yeah, right. the nuance uh, of, of your inappropriate sexual attraction. It's it's cr- it, it's crazy. Definitely victim blaming. Uh, of Priscilla and it's unbelievable that I have to be like I cannot believe that this is the thing that is going to get me you know people yeah. just like you're wrong and who's the real groomer is it the parents or is it Elvis it's like both I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Like, well, we got to pick one? Yeah. Who's, right. the, who's, the, real who's the real monster? <laughs> I've got room in my heart to be mad at both of them. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yes, that's what's happening over there right now. Gotcha. So, uh, great. I will avoid that. Please do. Yes. Yeah. It's so. funny to read. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I guess uh, there's all that. Let's dig in. I I can't remember the last time ever with a Marvel movie where there wasn't, for me at least, some level of excitement. Like I, like going in or watching? Both. Okay. You were on the Quantum Mania episode. Yeah, but those so for those but, but I but like those first two Ant Man movies are a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And yes, that next sure. last one wasn't a lot of fun. It right. was it had moments. I like Paul Rudd, but and this is the first time I remember being like, well, Let's Whatever. See, let's see what they do, I guess. Yeah. And honestly, I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed this movie. I liked it a lot. There's a couple beats that are, you know. This is not a perfect film by no. any stretch of the imagination. No. I think it gets, it like, I think Marvel is struggling with it starting to collapse under its own weight. I, you know. Uh, like, it, there's a lot of 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 backstory they need to feed you. I, I feel like they fed it to you pretty quickly, pretty efficiently. I think they did a pretty good job of it. Yeah, here. but. But it's it's getting to be a lot, and it's they're running into the same problem that the comic books themselves had, right? Like storylines had gotten so long and so convoluted, yeah. and that it was turning off new readers. Yeah, you couldn't jump into Uncanny X Men three forty two, right, and have any idea what's going on, right? Because there's a l- massive story, and that's you're not wrong. And it's yeah. interesting that Marvel is currently encountering this, and DC is about to relaunch. And maybe, maybe fix their problems. Boy, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I like. I think James Gunn was the right guy to pick. Yeah. I think people are a little bit exhausted, and I don't know if they want to go on the ride again. I think it, to that though. I think if it's good, this won't be an issue. I I I mean the way he's pacing it, mm-hmm. you're gonna have like two animated show. Or you're gonna have a, the Creature Commandos, the Waller show. And then I think we go into Superman. So I do think that that sounds bad. 
I don't know. Like it's I, a thing I've never heard of, and a character no one else has ever heard of, <laughs> and then Superman. Yeah. I just I think maybe huh? I've got to watch these two things already. But I don't think you do though. Like I think that Superman is going to be. He knows, right? Like James Gunn knows that they can't screw this up. Like that Superman movie. I've seen him do it. <laughs> <laughs> James, that's true. So I do think that they know that that Superman movie needs to work and needs to be good. Otherwise, well, they're dead in the water. I, I do. James Gunn doesn't seem to have much of an interest in like having the Guardians of the Galaxy all that tied in. No, like, like he was able to do th- his own three. Three wasn't that. You, you know, no. I, maybe had the least ties to everything else. I think that's probably of, true of any of the later movies. It's the advantage of the cosmic stuff, like um, this. Like yeah. it's not really tied into, you know, anything besides. So, yeah, it seems like maybe he. He would know to stay away a little bit. Yeah. Just do your own thing. But let's throw in the Green Lantern and the Metamorpho right. and Mr. Terrific. It's like, yeah. all right, bud, goddammit. Now, I, uh, f- famously, it's my whole thing. You guys have me on this show. I watch <laughs> nine movies to prepare. <laughs> oh, boy. And, you watch uh, all 32 movies and, and I, 15 Wanda, WandaVision. Well, I thought I would, I said, well, I'll, I haven't seen Miss Marvel. I'll watch it. And then I thought, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot take. It's a good story, and 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 I did and I uh, didn't wouldn't have had time anyway. But I did think, well, that I would never go into a movie like this without watching everything. Sure, right? sure, sure, sure. Like uh, if it, we're behind on American Horror Story, oh, by like so am I. a season. But I won't watch the new one until I watch the one before it, even though they're not. There, it's an anthology. It doesn't connected. matter. It right. just, it can't do it. Uh, but I thought, well, that might be a... My mom, I used to make fun of my mom for that. She would read the paper every day, and they would stack up yeah. by her bed. And if she didn't... Re- she would read them in chronological order oh, no. as if it was That's a soap opera. So funny. if she <laughs> fell behind on the news, she like would have to read like the paper from three days ago, then the paper from two days ago. She couldn't just pick up today's paper and move forward. You'd, and I'm just say, like, but, but you've lived... Yeah, world. right, right. Oh, did you yeah. hear Walter, about that? Walter that, Cronkite told that, us. There's yeah. a car crash today on the... Don't tell me, don't tell me! <laughs> right. <laughs> Spoilers! Uh, so I I was curious, sort of, uh, or maybe perhaps I constructed this idea in my head when I knew I wasn't going to be able to watch it and, yeah. uh, and wanted to pretend like it was on purpose. Uh, maybe it would be interesting to see one of these movies without... Let's test the them yeah. to see how did that go. Um... There were definitely moments where I went, what, so hold on, what does the band do? Wait, did you watch WandaVision? I did. Okay. I did see okay, WandaVision. Okay. But when she took off the band in the end of the movie and was still using her powers, and I'm going like, wait, 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 hold on, wait. So I think, because I also didn't watch, I started Miss Marvel. Bangle. What did I call it? It's called the Quantum Band, but she calls it a bangle. They call it a bangle. They do. I um, like the bangles. I, I, they're good. I respect her cultural heritage. That's fair. Unlike you. I, I'm just saying what they also called it in the movie. And I call it a bang. <laughs> the big long bracelet, right? Yes. I, so I think in the show, if I remember right, now spoilers for the show if you haven't seen it, I'm pretty sure she's a mutant. Y- that, yes, that's my research is okay. post-movie has led me to believe that so, the bangle activated her X-gene. and That is correct. But and, they couldn't and, call it and, the X-Gene forever. Right. And, and they and, don't address her being a mutant until, like, almost the last line of the series. Right. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. People, yes. people in the 
the comments and, and threads and stuff seem to be saying like she just kind of says it at the end. It's not like a big part of the movie, but then that or the the show. But it did make me wonder though why they knew the bad lady wanted the other bangle. Why didn't she just like leave it at, at home? home? She doesn't need. Well, it. She uh, she, well, do she is anything. It still gives her something, though, right? Like it's, I, 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 I don't know. So I think it. I think it, it. It's the one that generated the light, like discs that she would jump uh, off of and stuff like that. Like the big fists. That's her. That's her. Now, again, none of this is all that important. But I did have an, a moment in the movie where she t- took it off or whatever, yeah. and was doing stuff. And I went, "Well, hold on. What? Wait, what?" <laughs> and you know, in a movie, even that like brief moment of that, yeah, sucks. Yeah, um, sure. And it, that's, it's an interesting point, though, because Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't really, to your point, like factor into right. the stuff that's happening on Earth, right? And far from home, you've got you know Peter Parker interacting with Doctor Strange, and you've got all these different characters on Earth. But when you're in space, like that's always been my draw of the cosmic side of Marvel, is even when they were doing Civil War, Secret Invasion, like the Guardians of the Galaxy book was still just doing their own mm-hmm. thing because didn't, it didn't matter. So I felt like with this one, I was like, okay, we're not tied into Thanos. We're not dealing with the blip. We're not dealing with any of that. Shit. But as but as then you do, but then you do, yeah. which they work it in there in a way. I was like, okay, like that makes sense. I, I like the way they've worked in the blip throughout these other right. movies in terms of like people. It would have a very real effect on your life. Sure. Like, like you can't just be like, oh, it's been five years. Everybody's back. Hooray. Happy right. ending. Like. That's not a happy ending. Like, I mean, it's great that your loved ones are back, but there's going to create a lot of problems, right? Mm-hmm. Like, estates have been distributed. Oh, your yeah, wife right. is and, now married to somebody else. Right. And, like, your home is gone. Your kids like, are five years older. Yeah. Like, you know, like, there's no getting your house back. You you lost your job. Like, you you know, yeah. like, there there would be so many issues. In, Monica, in Monica's case, her mom dies. Her mom dies yeah. while she's gone. Yeah. Like, and she totally misses it. Like... Yeah, so oh, her Monica's thing about Captain Marvel not being around. It was I yeah. That, that's insane. Yeah. That yeah. is it is it's one of those tropes that I think we've talked about where it's like, you know, if you just have a conversation well, where yeah. Carol like says they just hey, needed conflict. She's yeah. saying like whole planets of people needed me and I saved their lives and she's like not good enough. I yeah. was sad. I said I needed but you. I was but I yeah. was sad. I needed my aunt. Like I, I feel like as an adult woman now you could understand a little bit. If Monica's 17, 16, sure. I get that argument. Yeah. But at Monica at say, 30, it does also kind of explain why she doesn't pop up during during mm-hmm. Infinity War until the very end. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You know. Yeah. Cuz Oh, another thing about not seeing Miss Marvel. When they're showing all these flashbacks of Captain Marvel, Carol, uh, destroying the... Supreme Intelligence? Yeah. I'm like, I, did that? Is that... That was I, in that show, I guess? But so I, I, don't I don't think it was. Think it was. It was. No, no, she no. was only in the show for... The only time you see her in the show is what you see in the movies when she just pops Ports up into, the room. Into, into her bedroom. That uh, must have been maybe a cut scene because, I mean, she's wearing the full... Like Captain Marvel, the helmet, the whole shebang. Mm. So I don't know if maybe that was a cutscene from Captain Marvel, the first one, or if that was filmed for this. Because at the end of that movie, she does say, "Like I'm going to," because she fights off Annette Benning, and she, and she said she's going to destroy the destroy the whole thing. thing. And, and then and it's weird. 
so it's it's weird to be watching a thing and then be like, well, I don't know how much I've missed now. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then another issue I have with all of it, um, it it's starting to make for really bad dialogue because you only get so many times that you can go like, well, you were away for five years because of the blip, and, <laughs> right? And, and you go, uh, and, and it's like these shortcuts to just sort of like fill people in. But then in a movie like this, you also have dialogue like. If the polarities of your powers are reversed, there was a lot of science to me. Then <laughs> that should cause the rift to close exponentially, and it, so if it, I, it's just the whole movie to me is just sort of packed with this sort of like I don't know how this stuff works, but you'll just tell me right before you do the thing. Right, right. I, I did. Li- I, I did like know. that scene though, where Monica kind of explains what we need, to, what they need to do, and both Carol and kamala look at her like what and she was like just shoot me with your energy yeah and she was like okay i mean these got movies that. always kind of revolve on a revolve around i have this crazy experimental theory yeah. that there's no way to test or right. or even know for sure if it's right i just kind of got a hunch and we gotta wing it we've got 15 minutes left in this movie <laughs> and now but now we're layering one type of thing on top of another thing of, yeah. of like catching everyone up and explaining all the all the things and uh i it, I, I don't know i didn't like it I, you know what i think i do think that this walks a very fine line yeah i think there i this there's two scenes that i'm just like man if you aren't into this you are gonna hate this movie and it's this the, the training montage and then it's the the singing planet, and I loved both of those. Did you? I, I thought the I training montage was so fun. Well, yeah. that's. A, I was talking to someone about the movie. I was saying like, Marvel movies to me, or action movies in general, sort of. We've seen action action movies are a dime a dozen. Done. They're, we've right. done all of it, right? So almost all action movies have to be like it's an action movie, but sure. And right. here's our thing. Here's your hook to up to level up this action. Santa movie. Claus is a Viking. Right. Ant-Man gets small, right? Like, yeah. you go like, I don't want to see another... Well, he gets small. That might be fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Thomas the Tank Engine. That's fun. And I guess this one was the switching thing. Was it was like a body switch. The, the body swap stuff. Yeah. Interesting yeah. part of it. Um, which I don't... Well, I didn't understand how that worked. Uh, I didn't know that flying wasn't a power. It's not a power? I, it doesn't make him switch. Oh, I think it, I, what made them switch is when they used the light power. Sure, yes, and they had to use I, it at the same time. Right. Which I also didn't I didn't know pick up on that until the very end. Time. Yeah. Uh the the beginning, I would say the first quarter of this movie is uh uh edited very strangely. When with the first time they all switch and then they're all back? Yeah. <laughs> like the the little kid comes running in she's like in her at her house and i'm like but you're in outer space so we <laughs> missed just a happens. whole thing where fury brought you home or and i'm not saying i want that like i'm dying <laughs> to see that scene it was just like a jump that yeah. i did i i it took me a minute i to go, you know oh, okay. i listened i listened to jason on binge movies do like a, a quick reaction to this uh-huh. and he did have a good point where he said it it does feel like marvel or disney wanted this to be two and a half hours and i feel like maybe naya da costa was like why like yeah. we, we can do this in two hours. Like we can do this in an hour I fifty. Think the runtime is a benefit. Absolutely. I agree. One hundred percent. Movie. If this had been two and a half hours, oh boy. Yeah. And I think you're probably right. It was written 
or shot to be two and a half to three hours. And then, I I mean, I think in that case, they made the right call after yeah. that. But I, there was some, some strange uh There are some editing, weird cuts. And quick and just kind of like, you're filling in a lot of <laughs> space and time. In my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I will say, one of the things that I... I think Brie Larson is a fantastic actress. She is... A, when she's on, she is on point and she is insanely good. This, I, I feel like she was done a disservice in the first mm-hmm. Captain Marvel because she wasn't given any personality. She was just yeah. this, you know, this badass fighter that never really went anywhere. I think the moment, I like the moment in Endgame when he, when Peter's got the Infinity Gauntlet and he's like, hi, I'm Peter. And she has a, she has like very, tender moment with him where she's like hey peter like can i have that and he was like sure you know and he's just she just and then in this one i do feel like they gave her something to do yeah. they, they let her be carol danvers and, and vulnerable but also trying to have like that tough exterior so like i was into that where i was like okay this is the character that i've been wanting to see mm-hmm. right it just took us for me, this five appearances. The ultimate there. saving grace of this movie is Kamala Khan. She absolutely she, is. It, Kamala Khan is 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 great. Yes, and and that actress is doing so much stuff that I don't think is on the page that she's just bringing to oh, it. Sure, sure. Her reaction, like not dialogue, but if you watch her while other things are happening, she is always doing something i think there's a reason she's the lead in a certain post-credit sequence for sure like yeah. she was great and like i i watched miss marvel i liked it i didn't love it i thought when it, it was quirky enough when it, i i liked that stuff and i liked her when they those two episodes where they go to india with the just, flashbacks yeah we're just a slog for yeah me. like i just didn't care um but i in you know in their defense i'm also a racist <laughs> sure um, <laughs> but uh um, but I was like, that was a slog. And then when it came back around and t- back to the present day, I was on board again. And sure. so I thought she was great in this role. Yeah. I, I, I worry for it long term because that enthusiasm works because she's new to the world and mm-hmm. she's seeing it with fresh eyes Four movies from now. She, I, mean, I don't know what this character does. She'll be Peter Parker. Yeah. I, I that's what it is. I mean, yeah. remember when he first shows up is he's. Yeah enamored with everything that's happening around him he's looking up to tony and he's you know the yeah the thing with captain america where he's like hey big fan like sorry i didn't mean to do that but by the time we get to the end of far from home it, he's a different character and i i've seen this complaint where it's like is anybody else tired like by the end of the movie of her like the hero worship and it's just like no no i thought but it was like, cute i thought it totally made sense peter I, and, did it to tony yeah kate did it to clint and you see her starting to establish a non-hero worship relationship yeah with her yeah you know? and i do like that even carol was has a moment where she's like hey man i was i'm really sorry i was kind of to you. yeah like that wasn't fair and they have that really nice moment um <laughs> I, I, that was i didn't know what she was talking about and then I was like, oh, when she was going to get smashed by rocks, and you said, hey, we got to leave. Like, and you were like, hey, don't get smashed. Right. <laughs> I, well, but she was like, we have to save all these people, and Carol had to make the choice of like, yeah. you're not going to be able to save all these people. Right. Also, I, they're not really people. I guess that's, that's true. I'm also an alien that's racist, <laughs> just to be clear. Uh, Speciesist. Yeah. yeah. I don't... Well, that makes me feel like there was like a cut thing where they get back on the ship, and Carol's like... You can't like that. You get a little bit more of that. Yeah, than yeah, just yeah. One like snapped at her. Right. Yeah, but that, again, that's another thing where I think 
you have to go. Oh, yeah. I guess I guess something must have more. happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, it's I enjoyed the movie. It's not a perfect movie. I think all the things you're pointing out are fair. I just it's one of the better the, ones they've put out. The recently. other stuff outweighed it. I agree to me, and like the the funny beats, the 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 how they escape on the pod. Like the, oh yeah, I, I I do worry. You know, we t- when James Gunn does Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Yeah, there is an influx of james gunness mm-hmm. to the rest of the mcu mm-hmm. i'm a little worried that taika watiti has kind of taken that role where i again i don't think ragnarok has so what you're saying is you are in favor of gun control absolutely Whoa. big time <laughs> big time um post that on a <laughs> Zack snyder thread oh god <laughs> you're gonna be a hero and i like and I think Ragnarok is one of the best ones they've ever done. As far as like the Marvel tier, A plus. I think Love and Thunder is a mess. Yeah. And I there, worry there were things I liked, but Absolutely. it did not it was trying too hard. Yes. It it was the Jay Leno of Marvel movies. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> and the scene, you know, I can appreciate that it's an alien world and you can do whatever you want. There's no rules. Right. Um But I did I was like, oh, God, like, please dial back the Taika Waititi uh, in this scene. Now, the scene we're talking about is basically what's happened is since Carol has destroyed the Supreme Intelligence, she has basically doomed all of Hala, which is where the Kree live. They have no water. The the air is unbreathable. uh, Which, to be fair to Carol, they got into a civil war. Right, she didn't directly do any of that. No, I think she, by by destroying the supreme intelligence, they oh, didn't. Oh, I see what you're they saying. They didn't know how to like govern themselves. Is was my understanding, and they got into a civil war, and with they the, caused with the all these. Maybe, or it might have just been with the Kree. with the Kree themselves. I think I it mean, was the scrolls because if, the, if you have a civil war with another country, that's just a war. I, I guess that's true. I see like what you're saying. Civil war is supposed point. to be. They, I mean, all I know is what I is what I learned from that Guns N' Roses song. <laughs> Thank mm. you. But I don't want no civil war. It's a good song. Yeah, I like that song. Um, Although some days I kind of do. <laughs> there are times. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I might be on board. Yeah. Just as long as you know we win. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. God forbid the other way wins. Oh goodness. Uh, so. Basically, what what this new the new accuser, uh, which I, I I'm almost positive that this woman and Lee Pace, who played Ronan the Accuser, are like a couple oh. in real life. So I do think that's kind of funny that they're both like, yeah, I, I'll take that hammer with the not power stone in it. Um, so she is going after planets and people that Carol it, it values. loves, values, yeah, right. right? So the she goes after the. The, the world where the the scrolls have set up life. And I feel like every time we see the scrolls, I'm just like, well, there's three million more dead. Like, how many more of these <laughs> poor bastards are we going to lose? <laughs> I don't. Well, and they're saying, like, we have nowhere else to go or whatever. And it truly looks like we're down to 150. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. And, yeah, I watch. <laughs> 75 of them get smashed That's by rocks. I'm saying. So. <laughs> There's Secret Invasion, which has even more scrolls in it, which I did actually really like. That was a fun little like Marvel show that wasn't really tied into anything. Yeah. Um, but I did like this part where Tessa Thompson shows up, as we know that she is now the king, or the I think she is the king of mm-hmm. Asgard. And there's a moment in this, 
where it's like you are right there. You're right there hinting at the relationship between uh, Monica Rambo's mom and Carol. Yeah, I really thought that they were going to solidify. And that. then with Valkyrie and Carol. And I was like, just like, that they're a couple. Friends they're a couple. Or roommates. Or yeah. Totally roommates. Best <laughs> cool. friends. Yeah. Cool. Like Laverne and Shirley. Like love Laverne that. and Shirley. Love that. <laughs> and it's a part of me says you don't need to hammer it home. But another part of me is like, confirm it. Right. Just right. do it. You well, know, d- do it the way you would have done it with a heterosexual relationship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and if you're saying that that Valkyrie and Carol are this on again, off again thing because Valkyrie has a kingdom to worry about, Carol's off in space. I'm cool with that, but just do it. Don't right. hint around mm-hmm. it. Just do it. Um, because right, the, that's the cowardly thing of like, if you want to see it, we'll right. let you do it. Right. But but if you don't want to see it, that's it's, fine that's too. Fine that's fine. Yeah, good yeah. people on both sides. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that, like that was fun thirty years ago. Yeah, when that when that felt edgy, right? That right. to even flirt with the concept, and but now it just feels cowardly. It does. Yeah. I agree. And I, you know, I think they hinted at a relation, you know, the, an attraction between her and Thor. When you know that there's that scene when Thor, they're gonna go kill Thanos. Thor calls his hammer and it like whizzes right past her head, mm-hmm. and she doesn't break eye contact. And he was like, "All right, like I'm, I'm into this one. Like this yeah. one's all right." So the the Kree end up taking out this planet, and we find out that what they're doing is they're siphoning off one specific resource per planet. So they siphon off like the the uh, air, I guess, which was the, the like water and fire. Okay, I can get behind that, but right. I'm like, how do you siphon off air? I don't know. I guess you, there's a giant a, balloon. <laughs> you hit the bracelet in a certain spot to pick a certain thing, and, and that's what you get. Also, were, I, I know she's targeting planets that Carol cares about, but it also seems like wasteful when you. I'm gonna go to the one planet. Because it's ninety nine percent water, and then I'm going to go to Earth to get the sun, and I'm like, like, I'm like, well, we're seventy percent water. <laughs> yeah, like, right. couldn't you just kind of like, you know, while I'm here, right? I'm just going to go ahead and take them the, both. Take them both. <laughs> right. Not this is not a complaint of the movie, but this I just I was thinking, well, if that planet's ninety percent water, how big is Hala? Did we take 20%? Like, what are we doing? Right. And then when the portal... What if we took 20% from from the water planet and 20% from, from Earth? From Earth. I'm sure... Now, that's going to cause problems, for right. sure. Yeah. But maybe we can all... Yeah, you've, right. got, you've got Avengers. You'll be fine. The, the project the, manager in me has... Yeah. When that portal opened and started chart. sucking up the ocean, I was like, oh, well, this this is nothing. This is like a straw... <laughs> this is like a drop in the ocean <laughs> right and she did open up a few more but it was still like yeah you're not gonna get enough man there's no way no. This, this isn't gonna <laughs> that work portal's not nowhere near big enough aren't you gonna need some fresh water uh, isn't it fresh water in the ocean oh it's salt water right well they're smart you op- she opens a salt portal that sucks yeah it's, yeah. yeah there's she's a fil- there's a filter on the portals the planet of desalination <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. um so while all of this is going on we learn that Monica has developed powers. We saw that in WandaVision. Monica does become a character. They hinted her name, but her name is Photon. Like, that's what her name is in the comics. Um, she does become Captain Marvel at one point in the, like, 80s Avengers. Like, that Avengers team that was, like, come, a jack of hearts and 
Firefox Jack of Hearts. and like you know just like we're Ooh. scraping the barrel. And if you don't see the Jack of Hearts show, forget <laughs> it. You're, you're well, not going to have the, any idea. What if I played Bridge? Would that help at all? Maybe. Okay. You, if you don't understand Bridge when you watch the show, you're not going to get the <laughs> oh, finale. <laughs> he does this move that's like, oh man, oh, mind boggling. Um, so. She has developed powers, and she's working out in outer space. She's working with sword. I was thinking that 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 version of Avengers with that lineup. Yeah, it's like it's like that SNL cast after As the, after mm. Belushi. Yes, it's like yeah. well, you're calling it that, <laughs> right? You might have like one or two guys yeah. who were part of that team. Charles Rocket as Jack of Hearts. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I think it was like uh, Spider Woman, but it wasn't. You know, Jessica Drew or, yeah. you know, White Vision was on that team. Um, so, and now Monica has avoided Carol at all costs. And it sounds like Carol may have tried to uh, talk to her, but she was just kind of like, no thanks. I don't know. I got the feeling that they were both avoiding each other. Well, the way, I just think the way that Carol reacts where she's like, oh, she's there? Can I talk? Like, you got mm-hmm. to patch it through. And she was like, sure. And then obviously that didn't work. Yeah. Um. So we do kind of learn that there's some resentment and we learn why, like Matt said, where it's like, I, you were supposed to be here for me. Like, and she says, but I had planets to yeah. save. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so they kind of, and then, and then they add Kamala to the mix. So now you've got these three, the Marvels, which is who they are. And they realize that they have to work together, that, that this Supreme leader from the, the Kree is destroying these planets and that she has what they call a quantum band. Uh, what Miss Marvel calls a bangle. Um, and if they get these two bands together, her superpower is to walk like an Egyptian. That's right. Mm. That is correct. Uh, if these two bands come together, basically the Cree win, like there's nothing that's going to stop them. It's, it's, Kind of the infinity no, gauntlet. Stop them now is uh, Jefferson Starship. Oh, I was like, yeah, Queen. that's not Bangles. That can't stop me now, but yeah. it's close enough. Uh, just blow your mind right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this, and this does become a little bit of a stripped down Marvel movie where it's just characters. Like we're just dealing with Carol and Monica and everybody's feelings with each other, uh, and. Finally, they do have that moment where we get the team kind of. And I'll take this over a DC movie that's just blown up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll take blown up. But if you can give me some character stuff, I'd like to know why it's. I like to care that it's blown up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So they go to this next planet. uh, And this is the most wacky. Like (laughs) this scene. And like, I don't mind the scene, but it also doesn't feel like it's from the same movie. Like, up until this point, not that we've been grounded, but not oh, this for, wacky. I definitely think it's, it in this movie, in the world they've set up in this movie, the singing planet makes you go, how would that work? How do they, <laughs> what, you know, yes. I mean, like in a musical, when they start the song, you don't think, right. well, how do they all know this song? It's a musical. I know how it works. But this isn't that. This is how they talk. So for a sec- yeah, I'm going. It was like it was sh- uh, all of a sudden it became Schmigadoon. <laughs> Which is wonderful. Maybe, man. I, I don't know what that is, but <laughs> probably it's on, it's on Apple TV. What is it? It's it it's on Apple TV. It starts uh, uh, Cicely Cicely Strong. Oh, I do like her. Yeah, I know who that is. And uh, um, and her and her fiance boyfriend 
fall into the town of Schmigadoon, and Brigadoon is a musical yeah. about a town like that appears once every hundred years, right? They fall into Schmigadoon, which is basically they fall into this musical, and it's all musicals like like Rodgers and Hammerstein, The Music Man, that style of musical, and they're okay. like stuck in this town and they're trying to get out, and it is so good. Huh. So so good. Now we're on season two right now called Schmicago, um, which has been good, but not as good. But, sure. But Schmigadoon is that. really funny, and even if you don't like musicals, because it like Ooh. it's making fun of musicals. I've heard that before. Because it's making fun of them. Because they're all like, whenever anybody breaks in the song, they're like, "What is happening? <laughs> like, what 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 is going on? This is so dumb." <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt in this scene. I I liked it because it stands to reason that different. That is true. That is absolutely true. I, you know, I like I I dug it. I mean, it it went on for me the exact amount of time it should go on. Sure, sure, sure. I I certainly don't want to see. They didn't leave me with like, oh, I wish I had ten more minutes on this. (laughs) I heard saying he's bilingual. Leaving it at that was. Perfect, excellent choice. I yes. absolutely agree, yeah. and that does maybe feel like they're when they're when they're writing the script. You know, they have a part where they're singing back and forth, and they're like trying to figure it out and being like, you know what? What if just like, <laughs> yeah, in the writers' room, he's by bi- he's, he's bilingual. That's oh, great. Right. Yeah, perfect. Let's do that. Thanks. Do that. Yeah, excellent idea. So that yeah, she goes to this planet and she does kind of have a moment. where She's like, look, I'm somewhat of a celebrity on this planet, and <laughs> I do like that. Kamala's like, you're a celebrity yeah. everywhere. And she's like, yeah, but this is a little bit different. And we find out that she uh, helped this pr- the prince of this planet out by she she married him, and now she's the princess of this planet. She I do like that the uniform changed. I like yeah. the 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 star is bigger. I like the the new look of the uniform. So there is this massive musical number, and I mean like, may I complain? Yeah. Um. That's what we're here for? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So the uh, humor in this film disgusts me. Oh, wow. That's a bold statement. Oh, man. I hate it. Uh, not all of it. There's mm-hmm. a couple. But, but, but here's the thing. When they're doing a joke, bilingual, that's a joke, right? Like That's a funny thing. M- most or a lot of the jokes in this movie are people going, mm, yeah, I'll just stand over here. <laughs> you know, and like, I, that even has its place. That can be funny. Kind of like when Carol falls out of the... Kamala's fallen, then she switches with Carol, and, and Nick oh, Fury says yeah. a very, like, blasé re- does, does reaction. He, does he say, it. use your black girl powers? Not to Carol. He says, no. he says black girl magic. Black yeah. girl magic. And I heard that line, and I was like, I mean, at least thank God it's coming out of Nick Fury's mouth. Right. Well, yeah. But that's, uh, a, that's a thing. That's, oh, it is a thing? Black girl magic is like a movement okay. group. Well, he says like, it yeah. as a joke. Yeah. But yeah. so much of it's just this sort of, like, and uh, a thing that it happens a lot to, uh, or I feel like in the the very um, like um, improvised movies, sure, sure, where you lose the character to make jokes sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And one instance of this, and again, I'm not, it's not like a huge thing. I'm just saying it happens a lot of littles. <laughs> uh, they're walking into in, in Kamala's dancing around, and she says to Carol, "Why aren't you dancing?" And Carol goes, "I am dancing." And they're like, "Okay, she's this stoic woman; wouldn't do this." Then she walks in a room and has a whole dance number <laughs> with this guy. So it's like, oh, but if so, to respect a culture, you would dance and be silly, correct? But you just for a joke, yeah, implied you wouldn't do that. 
and I can't, you know, I can't think of any other instances, but I do feel like <laughs> that happens a lot late era Marvel movies. It happens in this movie where they're more concerned with doing the little like not in a wink twinsies. Yeah. And then Carol's reaction to that instead of being like, well, how would Carol react to this normally or something like that? <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I hear what you're saying. There were definitely I, I don't know. I, I It is hard to write, in my opinion comedy like it's hard i think i think making a comedy i think was probably harder than anything else because you yeah. you don't know you know with it with a comedian with a stand-up comedian they work for months and months and yeah. months on a tight 10 mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or an hour special it's it is like okay that joke worked that joke didn't this joke kind of got a laugh so if i can refine that with a with a with a script you just got to hope that it hits and if it doesn't hit, we're going to the next one. That's why I think Deadpool is so effective is because if a joke doesn't work, there's another one right behind it. And that one might work. And it, that, that one's so fast. So I do think that there it's hard to make a comedy work when your character, especially like with Captain Marvel, where the, this entire time we've seen her, she is this stoic, yeah. badass pilot and that's to me not carol like the carol that i read in the comics does have a softer side she has friends like she's friends with she hulk or spider woman like she's got friends that pop up all the time and she has the softer side and when you have to switch that character real fast to make her not the asshole to this 16 year old girl i do think that could be a little tough and i just it's just it feels a lot of the time to me like they're going to get to the other side. And yeah, then five right. minutes later, go, they're going, well, to get to the other side. They're like, yeah. I, well, you did this joke. Why yeah. are you doing this again? Yeah, they're they're living very much scene to scene sometimes. And you did yeah. this in Ragnarok. Already. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. You've, you've done this joke like so many. I mean, you're and you are right. That, that was Peter Parker's whole thing. I'm a fanboy. Uh, and, you know, clearly we're supposed to have watched all of these well, movies. Well, I think Kate Bishop was the same way. Kate Bishop, when she meets Hawkeye, yeah. is like nerding out over Clint and Barton. Again, I mean, I am being nitpicky and like obviously characters are going to share traits, but... <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like I don't think you can complain about... Not you. Oh, I can go about... Yeah. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I, I just don't... I don't... I think the complaint about Kamala fangirling over Carol yeah, is right. ridiculous because you didn't complain about it when Peter did it. You didn't complain about it when Kate did it. So why is this any different? Um, so yeah, so are, you know, they're, they're basically, they realize that they've lost the, the Cree show up to this water world and Carol thinking, <laughs> Carol thinking she can do it on her own fails. And, they destroy this. They, they destroy this planet. This, I guess this planet I dies. Guess they're done for. <laughs> yeah, they, they blow this one up. And this is where Carol and Monica kind of have their heart to heart. Where she's just like, "You left us. You left me. You know, you never came back after mom died." Yada yada yada. Um, and I do like that they use the mind meld to, sh- you know, to finally like it's basically the conversation that they needed mm-hmm. to have where it's like you, the reason you, you stayed behind is because I killed the Supreme intelligence. I destroyed this planet and I've been trying to fix it ever since. I just never came back. I, I also did. I adding that layer that it was because of this specific mistake I made. Right. 
I don't, whatever. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I mean, I was fine with it. You had a bunch of work to do, and you couldn't focus on your personal relationships, right? Um, just workaholic. But I guess that makes it more streamlined. To then, I think it keeps and, it in the in the Captain Marvel world and in this particular film, right? Yeah, yeah sure. sure, sure. Why the, she's still so focused on what yeah. we're doing right now? Right, right. yeah, right. Uh, so they they do get their new suits. I th- I do I dig the way they all look. I think they're all pretty comic accurate, which is a thing for me. Like sure. as, you know, uh, I can accept the fact that we Thor can't look like the comic version of Thor or Captain America, but these care these costumes can like the 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 Captain Marvel suit. Uh, is pretty accurate and the photon suit is also pretty accurate so they realize that the next place they're going to go is earth because they need the sun and they're going to take Earth's sun so they devise this plan um there's this whole subplot it won't be real stakes for film goers unless <laughs> it's happening, it's happening to them yeah. Yeah. happening to our planet yeah. yeah so there's this whole subplot where nick fury is on this space station with uh Kamala's parents and her brother, which again, MVPs of the movie. I yeah, think the I, family's great. I was really surprised that they were featured as yeah. much as they were. Yeah. I really thought when we saw them at the beginning, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of looping in from the show and they're going to go away and we won't see them again. Oh, can I complain about something? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, another problem I'm starting to have with Marvel <laughs> films is the sort of like, uh, look, again, I get it, right? How strong are these people? How vulnerable sure. are these people? You got to kind of be flexible with it. But Captain Marvel's punching these guys, right? Captain Marvel went toe-to-toe with Thanos. And and, and she's punching these dudes on this ship and and not blowing their heads up. You know, it's it's a fight. It's pretty easy for... But then they get transported to Kamala Khan's house. Yeah. And at one point, I believe her mom is holding him down with a mop. Yes. Well, this cannot be. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah, it's very... uh, That is a comedic beat where it's like... I think what would have been... For the funny joke, yeah. they will destroy... Dist- dist- calm down, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> this is normally what I do. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they will They will let the reality of their world that they've built sort of drift apart. Yeah. So they can do this funny thing where she's holding them down with a mop. I think, like- I think the joke would have been funnier for me if she puts the mop like in his face. And he's just like, what are you sure. doing? Like, this is, and then just kind of swaps And then away. they do, right after that or before it or whatever, they do a thing where one of them, like, hits him with something, and he, like, does the, like, turn. Like, that oh, didn't sure, even yeah. affect like me. A, like a yeah. vase or something. It's like, now we're doing both things. Right. Like, which thing is the thing? <laughs> That's a good point, I think though. I, what they don't tell you is that for this uh, species... Like mops are like their kryptonite. Oh, see, that's all you see? if you oh, had read like, ab- ab- if you had read <laughs> issue three seventy four, so, yeah, it's in of, the show of, of Avengers of, of Avengers West Coast, right? Yeah. You would know the West Coast things. Avengers. It's a very it's similar like, to Unbreakable uh, Water, <laughs> right? The water and the mop. That's right. Yeah, it's all God. it's all it takes. Like if you're not going to put them in a effort, puddle, don't just don't go see these movies. Yeah. Like I'm, you sorry. Need to... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're the, right. Then the information is out there. You just got to find right. it. Yeah. You just got to find it. Um, yeah. So now our heroes are back on Earth. They have to. You know, oh, I should say there's a subplot where they they are on the space station and Nick Fury and the, the other like people that work for sword are finding these little pods. And initially I was like, hmm, well, what the hell could that be? Like, yeah. I don't even I'm like, okay, so we're dealing with like space time and 
alternate dimension. I'm like, what if I, I was thinking of like, uh, what was that? Was it the Cloverfield paradox where like they're on that ship and the ship keeps like mutating around them? I don't know. I think that's what that is. Sure. And I was Let's like, okay, space is. time, like the, the <laughs> ship is being mutated, whatever. Well, it turns out that that cat from the first movie has been laying eggs and it's all these flurkin flurkin. Thank you. Uh, all these flurkin kittens. And it's a plot point that I think is really smart and pretty funny. Yeah. Where they, they realize that now that the, the Cree have shown up and they've taken out all of the electrical systems, they have to get off the space station, but they're down to like two shuttles and they don't know what to do. And they realize that the flarkin, uh, you know, with the big tongue and the mouth can eat everybody on the space station. And then they can put the cats into the pods. And it's I was like, like their kitty stomachs are little tartises. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I go, I, as I'm watching it, I was like, this is hilarious. I love this. I, I like think this, this is great. I, and I love the fact that like the flarkin wasn't just introduced at the beginning of the movie to solve this problem. Right. Like this, this is a character, a creature that's been around for years now. Right. Yes. And, and it's been gave in, Nick Fury a scar. Yeah. yeah. And that, and, and that we, they figured they, they used this pre-existing mm-hmm. power that right. they have to solve this hyper-specific problem. I they did, didn't write it backwards. Sure. You know, here's the problem. Let's create a solution and 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 then set it up in the first act. It, this has been around for years, and they just kind of thought, you know, it would be fun. We could do this with it. And I, I like that a lot. I, I think those those eggs or whatever it was one of the weird editing things. They show up so late in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're like, you think, well, this is from... And maybe you're supposed to, I don't know, but think that it's from the Cree or something. Like, if they had had a thing pretty early, you know, Nick Fury's going, did you figure out what's up with those and eggs? They do, uh, like, they do at one point, they find that one, and then all of a sudden, they start, like, pinging all over the station. Right. And I was like, well, what, are they bombs? But that's, like, the, it already felt, like, too late. It was to, late. To introduce a B-plot thing. <laughs> the Flarkin lays um, weird. Just felt weird. Just a, just a weird, like movie language of like well if it's showing up now this must be oh i see what you're saying part of the main thing right whereas if like this was in like one of the first scenes the the first little drop you would have like kind of been more like what's going on with those egg different deal do do the old like the bomb under the table thing the hitchcock thing where it's like i'll show you the bomb under the table with the timer on it and then i won't show it again but you know that it's there yeah 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 thanks (laughs) although you know now being like Matt, you got to ask. Well, how come we haven't ever seen? That's true. These eggs before, correct? Right? I mean, like, this cat's been around f- right since the since mm-hmm. the '90s, right? You know, um. So they, I, I do like the, where Carol shows up on the thing, and she's like, "So we're literally hurting cats," and he's like, "Yes." I was like, "All right," I, and I was fine with it. Yeah. Then, so they get the cats all in the all in the pods, and they take the pod the pods take off, and this is where our heroes kind of realize we've got to work together. She's got one of the bands. You've got one of the bands. So they have a pretty good fight sequence where they get the band all together. Get the bands together. Also, I'm pretty sure that those bands go to uh, Quasar, who was one of my favorites from the Marvel cosmic stuff. So when they said quantum bands, I was like, oh, boy. (laughs) And I got nothing. Um, So they all fight together. And, of course, uh, the the Kree gets the upper hand. She's going to kill Kamala. She's got... Uh, the the hammer, uh, Ronan's hammer, like attached to her head, and finally they give up. They give up the the bands, the 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 Bengals, and 
she puts them on and what she's trying to do, I guess, is just blow a hole to take out the earth. I don't know what the hell. The, I don't, that's, this is the one point where I was like, OK, so she was using the bands before to open portals to other worlds to take their resources. So what the hell was she trying to do here? This, there's something like that. It would, wasn't enough for the sun, but it was. It was working. Yeah, I thought so it was. I, I don't know. I don't know. But she does it and kills herself, like disintegrates her. It's very much like the gauntlet where mm-hmm. like Thanos's arm and the Hulk's armor just dist- kills Tony Stark. Like spoilers right. for Endgame. Sorry. <laughs> um, spoilers for the most popular. Oh, yeah, that's time. right. 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 Yeah. Um, and so she disintegrates and just, it, it, you know, now our heroes, this is that scene you're talking about where they have to figure out. Because now that she's gone, their powers are no longer entangled so they can kind of do whatever they want. And they realize that they have to, that Carol and Kamala have to infuse Monica with their powers. The same amount of power that was used to open. Correct. And since Monica can absorb light, like she can do it. So she goes, you know, she, they load her up. She flies through the portal and she's starting to close it. And as soon as she's flying through it, I was like, okay, like Mm -hmm. this is what we're doing. Right. Which is fine. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, you can do whatever you want at this point. So she's closing the portal. Carol realizes that she's going to get stuck on the other side and um, she, she can't get there in time. And Monica says, I knew this was going to happen the whole time. And she closes the portal. And that's the, what we think is going to be the last we see of Monica Rambo. No. Um, <laughs> so Carol flies back. They, you know, at one point earlier, inexpensive actors, <laughs> Don't die. Correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Brie Larson, I at the end of a five picture deal, <laughs> she might oh, die. Uh, talk to talk to RDJ. Yeah. About that. In fact, end of a five picture deal, very likely they <laughs> right. will die. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Tom Holland. Tom Holland, I mean, Lord knows how many he's like, Can I sign on for fifteen more? I think he's smart enough to be like, you know what? I'm gonna ride, ride this him. train as long as you will let me. Can I do mo- other bad movies in between? Yeah. Yeah, bud, go for it. Be- yeah, because they don't need him so much that uh-uh. it precludes him from doing other work. So no. like, okay. He's like, I'm sure Feige's like, Can you not do another cherry? That'd be great. Yeah. Please, Jesus. So earlier in the movie, Monica does say to Carol, look, you can you can do this like you can restart their son. And there was a moment where I was like, she's powerful enough to restart the son. Like, holy a son. Maybe their son is. That's fair. Is strong. Is not is not as strong as ours. That's possible. So um, Kamala lands on Earth and she has a moment with. And again, I, I do feel like there's a character shift for her where she's not joking she's not laughing like she's solemn and she's like we lost monica and yeah where's carol like she realizes it's not all fun mm-hmm. yeah this right? is not a game yeah yeah and um she meets with her parents and everybody's happy the the flurkins start puking up sword workers which i think is a funny gag in the background i and, i thought i liked that they were getting airsick as they were. I did. Oh, and yeah. they There's, started throwing. I, I really like, oh, thought man. they were going to do a Marx Brothers stateroom thing. Same. When they, when they opened the escape mm-hmm. hatch on Earth, that there was going to be just like people, hundreds of yeah, people right. crammed and they're falling out like a great white concert. Or just concert. a mess of blood and meat. That's also, yeah. I was like, man, like, a great, white like a great white concert. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so then we see Carol flies to Hala and she reignites their son. She's literally a Hala back girl. She is a Hala back girl. Yeah. She does return and she reignites their their and I guess the, the Kree's like, "Thanks." 
I guess we're I, good. I've got. <laughs> Thanks I, for finally thinking of that. Yeah, right. really. Like you could have just done that. You've been, you've been like making us breathe this toxic air for the last ten years. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Carol. It, it's this this part I might full on complain and say is bad. Like <laughs> I think that she goes. She, Monica's like you could probably restart it. She's like, well, I've never tried that before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, where the where oh, the hell yeah. have you been? Sounds hard. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's that. It's like that scene in Happy Gilmore. He's like, where are you on that one? <laughs> Jackass. Sometimes you just don't think of certain things. You know, that's true. I was going to get the car washed yesterday. Uh huh. And uh, and I was like, I was like, oh, I want a soda. And I was like, and I normally just pour soda in a cup like you got right here. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, oh, if I pour the soda, in, if I pour soda from the two liter in the cup, then now when they go to clean the car, there's going to be a cup in the car or I'm going to have to take the cup <laughs> out of the car. I just won't take a soda. On my way back from getting the car clean, I'm like, I have cans of soda. Mm. <laughs> why? Mm. Why did I not grab a can of soda? You need a Monica Rambo in your yeah, life. Right. That's true. Yeah. So I'm like, so, so when she... <laughs> Like totally brain farts. Yeah. It, like I have the power to restart a sun. Uh huh. I get it. Whoops. I get it. But Carol, one of your powers is creating water for a planet. Oh God! Son you're of right, a bee. You're right. Why wouldn't I think about that? <laughs> uh, yeah. So then we see that um, the 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 cons have been moved since their house got destroyed into Monica's old house uh, in Louisiana. Is that who was... I couldn't tell. I think they're helping Carol I think they're helping Carol move in. Oh! I was confused about that as well. And and I landed on Carol's moving into that house. Okay. Because that house is in Louisiana. That's what I thought. And they're (laughs) in New Jersey. So, like, yes, it's nice to have a house, but everything else about your life is in in New Jersey. But their house is destroyed. Yes. I mean, it was... yeah. I'm sure there's a superhero around somewhere that can be like, bloop, 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 well, fixed it. Well, done. Been... Oh, Cersei from the from the Eternals. She can fix it. Yeah. What's that? Exactly. Talk to Kevin. He'll tell you all yeah. about no. it. <laughs> so, like, and I'll then... watch this over over Eternals oh, any day of the week. A million times. Any a day million of the times. Well, right, you can't have them on these episodes. That's it's all Eternals yeah. talk. Yeah, it's all the whole time. It's about, yeah. So there, and I do like that Carol has a Bengal and mm-hmm. Kamala has a Bengal. So then, obviously, they know, like, we can't put these two... Did you see what it did to that gal? Like, it disintegrated her. Although, Kamala used it just fine. That's she, true. She did use them just fine. Yeah. Well, doesn't it end with her having both? She's got them both now. Uh, no, Car- Carol's got... When they're sitting in the airplane, yeah. at the very end, Carol's got one, and she's got... And, and oh, okay. Kamala's got one. I don't know why. Yeah. Nobody does. So then, the the first post credit sequence, Haley Steinfeld walks into the her apartment from the Hawkeye TV show... And it's the it's almost the exact yeah. same scene from Iron Man, where you see a character sitting in the shadows and says, you know, Kate Bishop, like yada yada yada, and they are putting together the Young Avengers, which I think is in. I mean, they've got they've got a, this has got to be a TV show, right? They don't really think that they can carry a film. I have no idea. And I mean, well, I'm, but is Spider Man their leader you know what i mean like that's right how you make it a movie right you have okay oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. i can see that yeah if you get a big enough to be yeah. the, the head of the young avengers like you worked with tony and yeah. them and you're the youngest but like it'd be that. hard to get spider-man just because i don't know that sony would want to do oh that. sure oh that's fair just you know behind the scenes drama ah, but who knows? i just assume they were setting up a disney Plus they could show. that's possible so disney you're gonna Plus. have the young avengers in the comic book is stature who is cassie lang who we have seen already. Yeah. 
Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, the two the twins from WandaVision. Oh, can't wait. Wiccan and whatever. Love those little guys. Wacken. <laughs> Wiccan and Wacken. Wiccan and Wacken. Yeah. The fun one is Iron Lad, who is an alternate version of Kang, who we have also seen. We may not see Jonathan Majors anymore, but that the Kang character, yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is a way to get yourself a different Kang. Or you make him Doctor Doom. Yeah. Like a You're young, also, you also we've established a Hulk son. Oh right. Oh that's right, we did, didn't yeah. we? Oh man, I forgot about that. Well just kind of go like, Oh, and by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my kid. Also, I'm trying to think who else is on that team. It's uh Oh, it's the in, in uh, did anybody watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so the that was uh, good. the original captain that the old black oh, dude. Oh right. Yeah. His grandson is the Patriot, who oh, is who is right. also yeah. part of the but Young Avengers. But they'll do Ironheart, right? Like that's they have to. Yeah, she would absolutely be on that team. So they are setting that up, and then like the, I think Vision was like their leader, kind of like their their mentor. I think. I don't. Oh yeah, that, where's that, he been? That he, might he, be a problem. <laughs> not if you use the white Vision. Oh, yeah. He flew away. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, and, just have him like be like the bodyguard. Uh, and I think that's fun. Like I think yeah. I think Haley Seinfeld is great. I think she's great in that character. I if I, if I liked can... when she was like putting together a team of kids or whatever. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm 23. Yeah. yeah, she's like, where did you get that thing? She's yeah. like, it was, it, they left it on my couch. Well, that's I was looking at ages. Like I think Tom Hiddleston was like 29 in the first Thor. Oh, was he really? Was he? That's something I read. Look, I read it was a little. <laughs> bit, yeah. But like, right? These young Avengers. I mean, it's gonna be three four years before they right right, yeah. right. which what it's movies you, you act a little younger but it is funny that it's like well they i mean they weren't like old <laughs> right <laughs> and then the big one which i think i i said to somebody i was like look to me these two post-credit sequences feel like old school marvel where it's like holy like I did not see this yeah, coming. I don't feel like the post-credit sequences have really mattered no. Dra- dramatically in a long time. Yeah, and I, these this dead. this one, but this last one is go big. Ahead. Go ahead. So then I'll complain after. <laughs> there's, I, I appreciate your yeah. patience. So Monica wakes up in a hospital room and she looks. We know that she's in a different reality. We know that because she was on the other side. Of they that said wall. she's in a different reality. She's on a different side of that wall. Yeah. yeah right. So she turns to her side, and there's the actress that plays her mom. And I actually, I meant to mention, say earlier, there's a great line that references Doctor Strange, where Carol says to uh, Monica's mom, she's like, it shouldn't have been me. Like, you should have been Captain Marvel. And then we see in the Multiverse of Madness, she is Captain mm, Marvel. Right. Which I was like, okay, that's kind of fun. Like, that's a good little throwback. Well, in this one, we see her again, and she's sitting there, and Monica snaps up. And she's like, Mom, oh, my God, I can't believe I missed you so much. And this the woman is like, what are you talking about? Like, what's going Who on? Who are you? Who are you? And then you hear a very distinct voice from the background, uh, and the camera pans, and there's Beast. Uh, not in makeup, but, which is okay, because the CG was pretty good. Uh, voiced by Kelsey Grammer. Uh, so the X Men are here in some form. I, I guess. I mean, we already saw Professor X in Multiverse of Madness. But that was like in a multiverse. Well, of course, of course. But I this guess is also too, this right? is, as well. Yeah, yeah. For, as far as I can tell, this is a universe where uh, it's like Roger Rabbit or something. Like car- <laughs> cartoons. 
exist in the real yeah, world. Right, right, I mean, right. It really feels like this is designed for them to make X Men movies, but not pull them into, into the, the MCU. MCU. Yeah, but that's. I, I guess that, that's what I'm saying. Is that to me, this doesn't mean anything because it totally can just be a, could just go away. Whatever. As a to to yeah. me, it's the X Men are here in some form. Right. We're gonna have Deadpool later this but isn't year. That multiverse. I I I don't I mean, know. Not, I feel like the Professor X thing and this thing are literally the same meaning. Until they're not, right, but like right. right now, there's nothing to take away from it other than right. We the X Men exist in other. I guess the difference is that we're we're leaving a character from the MCU okay. in this world, so, yeah. so they they have to interact. There's with this a again, there's a or, con, there's connective tissue in a way where Multiverse of Madness was was more like in an, in a world of infinite possibilities. Sure. There's a thing over here that looks like this. Where now we've taken that, a character those, and, from this world and put it in that world. And that those people are dead. And we haven't addressed what happens to her. So right. surely in another film we're gonna get the X Men potentially. But I I also think that you're not wrong that if if they decide to never go back to this again, yeah. that's that. I think that's true. You, if they, they never they reference have, it again, they then, have not truly set up plan in motion in the same way that like nick fury and captain america and i don't love the idea that the x-men would be from a different universe agreed i like that's weird i I really thought this was gonna be bringing the x-men in that they were going to bring in a whole new group of actors to play them i I did as well yeah and and i they have they've uh, sorry kevin they've themselves with wolverine yeah they had an opportunity to cast somebody else as Wolverine and they didn't do it and they've got Hugh Jackman coming back which I get and I think absolutely get and, it and I I think what's going on is they're seeing diminishing returns on these movies oh sure and so they're like look let's we've got nostalgia over mm-hmm. here so yeah. what happens if we take the actors you love as these characters but actually hopefully Put them in good movies. Yeah. And I guess, right, it could be that Beast contacts the MCU. Which, if, if, it's, they... any, if it's anybody in Marvel, it's Beast, right? right Beast right, right. or Reed Richards or it, like those, that, that character, if they're going to focus on Hank McCoy, he's the one that's going to do it, right? He's the smartest of all of them. So I could see him being like, I got to reach out to that version right. of Hank but McCoy. I also think maybe it's just as simple as as Kevin Feige wants to pull those movies in because that's yeah. where he cut his teeth. That's true, but you know, I will say he this, he wants he wants that to be part of his MCU legacy yeah. as well. Maybe don't do that. I don't. There's, I mean, I'm there's not more interested. misses than hits in those. Yeah, I mean, there are movies. some that are really good, and there are some that are not good right. at all. I am, and this is a personal thing, and I think you're right that nostalgia is is more powerful than people that wanting to see new things right? right but i i don't i'm much more interested in like going to see a movie and seeing like oh what's the new wolverine gonna be like i like, i don't rather disagree than with seeing you. hugh jackman in a thing that doesn't feels like it doesn't matter right right but like, we don't know yet yeah no I, I guess i'm saying like if they make a new 
Wolverine movie with Hugh Jackman and he's getting pulled into this. Now it just all feels... I've liked that up until this point, because people have said, like, well, now anyone can die and they'll just pull in another version. Right, 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 they right. haven't really done that, right? It's been like... No, they haven't. That's true. They've resisted that. Uh, yeah. Loki's maybe the only one. I mean, that's a different... It's a different timeline. ...guy. But, like, they've been clear about that. And yeah. so in, in with Scar- uh WandaVision? What was it? Oh, uh, uh, Gamora. Oh, sure, sure, Very, sure, sure. Very, like, no, no. We're not just pulling in another Gamora. She's dead. This is a different right. person. Yeah. Um, and they don't, and they don't, and they resist the idea of making her into the old Gamora. And, right. And so they could have very easily been like, they were always destined to be in love. Right. Correct. Right. And they, Correct. and they did. And they do kind of hint at that, but she also leaves. Right. But doing a thing where it's like, well, now the X-Men, we got them, we brought them in and we can do, you know, it's starting to get like. I don't know. I mean, that's different than a character dying or whatever, but it still just feels like, well, this isn't, this won't even be their world. That what stakes did they, right. like true, when true. Ant-Man and, goes to Quantumania, I'm like, I don't care what happens. <laughs> right. yeah. it, kill the water world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, but I also, the, the, I, other, the other thing is we see that her mom is binary. Is some lady in a suit. Who's in I, the, binary uh, is Carol Danvers after she like loses her yeah. powers in the comic books she's wearing the right costume it's so funny when she stands up in that suit and, and they make and it. I, as a guy who i feel like i know a little bit about comic stuff i'm going i, I don't yeah know. i know crystal at the end of these i was like now who is Who's that? that and it's gotten to the point where i'm like honey i have no idea that anymore. is they've really they've gone through the tiers of superheroes that i know <laughs> yeah and like yeah. at this point like i need like the who's who manual that's fair to, to yeah, yeah, I right. Even, right like the the peter quill helmet i knew that yeah. I, that was i was i didn't read any guardians of the galaxy but i was like okay i've, I've seen so that i've seen that this thing, I'm like, oh boy, she. Yeah. It's not Storm, but I. Um, well, no, that was. No, the, I gotta that. tell you, that was. I thought I got spoiled because somebody posted like a a screen grab of what I thought was someone walking across screen in the like in the white Storm right. outfit, and I was like, ah, oh, damn it! Yeah, uh, I didn't. And then man, I gotta tell you though, I think Kelsey Grammer as Beast is one of the best casting choices oh, yeah. they ever did, and hearing his voice again in that. Out well, that look. It's not that outfit because that's CG. But yeah, there is a thing too of just like, how many movies are you gonna get out of Kelsey? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like another reason to recast is it's cheaper. Yeah. Well, you had Nicholas Holt, and you can lock him in. Yeah. Right. You had Nicholas Holt as yeah. the young Beast. I mean, if like, you're don't do that either. Don't yeah. do that either. But if you're gonna do a CG Beast, and he's just doing voice work, yeah. I mean, that's do that shit over the phone. Yeah, and yeah. you probably only have to pay him like a third. Yeah. yeah right. Right. Yeah. You know? But I also wonder, like, okay, if this is the road we're going down, who is our Charles Xavier? Yeah, sure. that's a good question. Right. You know, because they've got two of them. And the one is real old. Yeah. And he seems to be in great health. Yeah. But, like, same thing with Magneto, right? Like, where? You what, got two which, of them. Which one you pick? Yeah. Fastbender. Yeah. That's the one you're picking. Oh, I mean, yes. you get them both in there and and... All, all of them. And the one from the cartoon comes in, too. Which cartoon? The did, did you guys yes. ever play yeah. the arcade game? So it's the pixel version <laughs> in the movie. But, I, you know, X-Men have always had a, you know, Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Beast, all those, you know, those characters have a soft spot in my heart. Like, those are oh, some sure. of my favorite characters. You know what else, too, I was thinking? Uh, and this is, there's nothing they can really do about it, but I'm 
a lot of the excitement kind of has gone for me because it's like, well, I'm not going to see Wolverine hang out with Iron Man. You know no, what I mean? But like, you could get Wolverine and Spider Man. That well, sure, but that first, I I can't help but think as as when they start seeing like the box office on this is abysmal, which is unfair. It is un- very unfair because Eternals should have had this kind of box office, <laughs> it, and it, this Black movie, Adam should have had this type of box office. Yeah, like this this movie was was fun. It's, yes, it's, okay. it's not without its problems for sure. Like I, you know, but but like you think you back a truck up and be like, hey Chris, hey Rob. Yeah, can I you come back? I think I I think those conversations are absolutely happening right now. I think that's a problem. Yeah. I, as much as I and I think Chris Evans, it would write the ship, but it's a short term fix. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the things that DC Comics has always done, but Marvel never really did, is they built up the legacy character. Mm-hmm. So you have Wildcat One, Wildcat Two, Wild, you know, right. different iterations. You have different guys that can wear the cowl. There's different, you know, Superman can be his son. It could be the clone. It could, you know, you've got these different options, different Green Lanterns, all that stuff where I do feel like Marvel hasn't really ever done that. There have been people who have popped in as Captain America, but they never stay. They never stay. And which I always thought was weird anyway. I'm like, like, it's just a drawing of a, of, of a guy in a suit. Like, what do you care? What is what his name is. Yes. You haven't you had an opportunity with both Sam and Sam is your Captain America for now. We've got New World Order coming out this year, I think. I don't know. I think it just got did pushed, it get pushed back? Actually, okay. But... So you've got Sam and you've got Bucky who are both your options for Captain America. Would I love to see Chris Evans come back? Absolutely. That guy is amazing as Captain America. But there comes a point where you just have to move on and yeah. you have to be able to build those different actors into those characters. Because you know. when you cast Chris Evans, nobody cared. Yeah, that's exactly right. When right. you cast Robert Downey Jr., nobody, literally cared. nobody, people nobody were knew. like, "Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody knew who going Chris Hemsworth the, was." You're going with the drug addict, <laughs> like that's you know, no, like, absolutely. I mean, that's I'm, why when I see people bitching about Nia DaCosta, and you're just like, "How are you gonna like the underperforming uh, director of of the underperforming Candyman?" It's like, you know, that movie made like eighty million bucks. Yeah. On like a twenty five million. What, what are we talking about? So like when we talk about <clears throat> directors and the casting yeah. of those original MCU characters. But, but what movie? Oh, Candyman. No, Candyman. But what the remake of Candyman? That's insane. Directed Candy this. Man was great. I, I thought it was Candy a lot Man. of fun. Yeah, it I, was. But it's like this is what Marvel does. Yeah. When you get Jack Johnson and Kenneth Branagh and uh, who else was it? Joss Whedon, who wasn't like. He was a name, but he didn't have a bunch of wins under his belt. He, did, he, he, he was a TV name. Yeah. yeah. So when they say that they, you know, that I can't believe they trusted a $250 million movie to somebody that or John flopped. Favreau. John F- Thank yeah, you. Right. Yes. Like, who would have thought John Favreau would make a good superhero movie? The Russo brothers. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. They'd done the Lego movie. Was there? No. 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 What, what did they? they? Marley and Me or like Community. They had done episodes of Community, and they did You, Me, and Dupree. That's what okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, are you telling me that, that Feige knew right. that these guys would well, make... their Community episodes were good sizzle reels for... Well, they... Because they, probably... they had done, I think, like the paintball episode or oh, something. Oh, okay. They had done something that was very kind of like action movie parody. Yeah. And so, like, I, I, th- I think that probably... I think it was probably the Community episodes, even though that's counter. The guy that directed Spider-Man. 
The yeah. three Spider-Man movies, like that, you're telling me that that off of the movie Cop Car, they knew that he was going to be a, yeah. a solid hand behind. But the that's camera? the thing too of like I think that that viewers have to, well, they never will be, but they should be smarter about it. these people. Should understand that it's not one person was no. Cop Car well directed. Yeah, or I don't know, I've never seen. It. But good. you know I what I mean? It. Like you could watch. And, you know, it's not only is was Cop Car well directed. It's how smooth did the set right, run? Right. Did he bring sure. it in on time? Was it on budget? And there, there are other aspects, and and a lot of the more complex aspects of these Marvel movies are not being handled by the director. No, the director is not handling the action scenes in a lot of these. And movies. that's like if somebody said from this movie, "Well, do you think the director was good?" I don't think I'm smart enough to really, but I think I would probably go. Yeah, I think the scenes were good yeah i think the editing was bad you know there's that's other, not on there's her different element and so yeah if they like hire the editor from this movie i might go <laughs> well hold on but then again then i think you're right i think this was a much longer movie that yeah. the editor had to cut down so maybe that's not even on them, maybe you maybe know they, maybe it, they it, tried to do the best they could with i mean what they had. in the fight scenes i knew what was going on and that's a very it's three a, people switching places big win. Yeah. so maybe the editing is good you know and, right and, right uh, right, it is interesting, these, like, um, I don't even know what you call them, idiots. Neckbeards. Neck uh, that just think they, like, know m- more than these professional. and I get it, these professionals make bad choices a lot, <laughs> but it's also human beings doing things, and you gotta make a choice. And you have a lot of moving parts so, on yes. a movie like this, because it's also like, oh, no, that's a great line, but it completely negates this TV show we're going to right. two years. Right, right, and right. So and we you can't know, do that. I also don't want to do that thing. I just read a quote from someone. I feel like... Zack Snyder? I want to say it was George Carlin, but that doesn't sound right. But they were like, I never say a movie's bad because so many people worked on it and put so, their heart into it. It's like, dude, okay, movies are bad. <laughs> like, relax. Uh, we're not on your work, but it's not a good movie. It's just, Not this one. This one's, I, you know... Like yeah, sometimes you work hard on stuff and it's bad, and it's fine it's, to say it's bad. What have we always said? It's it's just as easy. It's just as hard to make a good movie as it is a bad one. It's it's um it's amazing that's yeah. that we ever get a good movie at right. all. Right? Like there's or so, just a movie. At right? All. There's so many moving parts that go into making something good. Right? It, it's it's surprising we've ever gotten any classic <laughs> yeah. films because it's not easy. To it's do. not easy to do. It's not easy to do, and it's not easy to have to make a movie that. 20, 30, 40, 50 years later is still good. That's a good it, point. With a modern the longevity. eye, still works. Like, that's really yeah. hard to pull off. And There's, sometimes, like, I remember sitting down with my son and watching Butch Cassidy, and, like, he got sucked in and was like, that's a good movie. There are, and I'm like, because every scene works. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like uh-huh. a series of mini films. And, like... Like the sting is the same way. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. every line of dialogue is great. You're it, hooked in. Yeah, and you just immediately sucked in, and it never lets you. Man, go. we watched uh, Strangers on a Train. Yeah, not so too long wonderful. Ago. So wonderful. And it's so funny how a a like wipe will happen or something that dates it. Oh, and you go, oh yeah, <laughs> this is before they knew that that looks dumb or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's. I mean, that's a great. It's great movie. Fantastic and, movie and fairly like unique still i guess i don't know it's interesting to see like great ideas and innovations people had that haven't been 
copied and copied and copied. And copied. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, it's been copied death. at least once. <laughs> sure, sure. But I mean, I throw Mama from the train. Yeah, right, right, right. Is strangers on a train? Uh, that's so strange. I don't know. It's just such a. It's but such yeah, a, it's not an idea that's been beaten to death. Right. Such a high concept. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, I guess uh, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one, and on Letterbox at the same. Uh, this is Matt. Um, you can find me at. Uh, uh, I I comment on Joe's uh, letterbox, so just look in the, in yeah, the comments right. of that, right. yeah. and you'll find kind of what I think I about love what it. he thinks. I love it. And uh, this is Tom. You can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. So this is... Uh, oh, you can find the show online, facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While the, you're there, the like clip the page. Join, oh, the clip <laughs> out. Also, that one doesn't there, need any press. Stop. That one. Like the page, join the group, do all the things, so... Anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Patty and Canoe make up. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better watch out. It's going to ruin the plot. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.